This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with special guests Nick Kappa and Ann Edmonds. But first of all, oh boy, we are getting close to some of these live dates we got coming up. Very nice. Uh, we are going to a certain city. Mm-hmm. I'll let you say it. Brisbane. Yeah. That's the first one. Oh, okay. I could have said that. I thought we'd be doing these in chronological order. <laughs> I keep forgetting what order they're in. <laughs> so we're in uh, Brisbane, now that you've said it. Mm-hmm. March the 10th. Um, get along this. Tickets are selling crazily, so uh, there, there won't be very many tickets left by this point. No. March the 10th. Uh, go to the website, obviously, as is with all of these places. Over to you for the next one, Tommy. Uh, okay, we are going to Adelaide, March 17th. Again, same deal as Brisbane, big double episode. Not quite the same deal as Brisbane. <laughs> there are differences. Well, the same deal in all aspects except for one very major mm. one. Um, but, yeah, two live episodes back-to-back, heaps of special guests. That's going to be heaps of fun, March 17. Then uh, the month of April, you can say this one because oh, I'm shitty at this town. <laughs> You've cracked them. April 1, April 8, April 15 and April 22, we are, we're finally, we've finally been worn down by you guys. We are going to go to Melbourne. We're going to Melbourne. Mm. You guys requested it. We're doing it. Yeah. Uh, four massive ones on the Sunday afternoons at 3 o'clock. Fuck uh, you, Melbourne. Oh, no, I don't Fuck you, Melbourne. Wow. Hey, well, you know what? Most of the bad things that have ever happened to me in my life, <laughs> they've happened in this city of Melbourne. <laughs> so fair enough for me to be a little bit anti the city of Melbourne. You know what? Batmania. Per capita, Brisbane, like Brisbane have sold fucking heaps. They've mm. sold like, per capita, so much more than Melbourne. So Melbourne could get a wriggle on actually. They should get a wriggle yeah, on. Yeah, mm. totally. So get into it. Uh, look, someone's coming around to this anti-Melbourne mm, talk. Well, look, you know, I'm comparing them to a certain other little town. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're still looking pretty good. True, yeah. So, um, guys, get your season passes. Uh, they're a bit cheaper to go and see all the little shows. And, of course, they get you a little first preference to get into the Drunk Cast mm-hmm. on uh, April the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, our solo shows yes. are on sale right now. I am doing mine. It's called Carl Chandler's Shitlist. Go to uh, littledumdumclub.com. Uh, like... All the other details, Mm -hmm. uh, you'll find all the other details there as well, as well as your solo show. Mine is called Leisure Suit Tommy. It is on from March 28 until April the 8th. And as per a recent discussion of ours, I think I'm now going to be doing one on that last weekend for any of you interstaters just coming in for the uh, final podcast and drunk cut. So keep an eye out for that. What will happen is uh, if you want to do the traditional, you know, everything on one night thing, you could go and see... Uh, the podcast at 3pm, you can see my show at 4.30, you can see Tommy at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. then you can kill some time and hang around and wait for the, uh, maybe go and see another show or two, or, or nah. just get really Can't drunk. Can't imagine why you would. Yeah, that's a lot of shows. Yeah. Just just get just get leathered, get ready for the drunk cast at about 11 o'clock. Mm. So, yeah, that'll be a huge last uh, night of our, all of our little shows. Of all of our seconds. lives. Yeah, the traditional <laughs> saying that we always say. <laughs> Uh, so that'll be huge. And, of course, looming ominously in the background is the Kosamui International Podcast. Ominous? Very ominous. Ominous is kind of bad, isn't it? Uh, I, I, it's an omen. There can be good omens. Okay. Yeah. There's good omens. You don't sort of – but you don't say like, oh, I'm, 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 my marriage, my wedding is looming over me ominously. <laughs> That's like someone's like, oh, this guy's about to make a huge mistake. I just kind of think it's like, you know, impressive. 
that's how I'm trying to describe it. And I think ominous is still that, – that can still be a positive word, I think. Okay. Well, we'll, In my head. Well, we'll fucking hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. I don't want to offend any of the people in <laughs> Koh Samui. Uh, yes, June 13 to 18. Uh, you can find details on our website, littledumdumclub.com. It's people are still getting their shit together, which I'm mm. a little bit surprised. That I would have thought people would have worked it out by now. And there are heaps of people that have worked it out by now, which is cool. But – there are still plenty of people right now just hitting us up going, oh, yeah, what's your advice with flights and accommodation and, oh, what, what are you guys going to do on the final? Are you still going to go to Copenhagen? And yes, we are. We're going mm-hmm. to Copenhagen Roadshow. Samui International Podcast Festival Roadshow. Yes. We're I'm doing the same leg. June Very 19th. happy that it's worked out that way. Yeah. Oh, look. It's, uh, I did put in the request and I'm glad that the... Uh, <laughs> to not be with me. You know, <laughs> so it's all happening. That's going to be exciting. Of course, you don't have to go if you don't want to, but... Yes, uh, people you, understand the concept of free will, Carl. Yeah, oh, okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, and so that's all happening. Also, uh, just a little reminder that we do have stickers now. Mm. So we'll have stickers. We've got these, we've sold a bunch of the stickers already. If you want stickers at the live shows, we'll have them there. Otherwise, you can find where to buy the stickers. They're not officially on the website at the moment, they're at our big cartel page. Oh, yes, yes. So we haven't fixed that yet, but. Um, have a look through the internet. Have a look through our social media pages. If you want the stickers, people have asked for stickers for years. Well, here they are. Mm. So um, go and grab them. We've got a heap of them and uh, I'm sure they'll zoot out the door pretty quickly. So yeah. get onto it. Well, uh, littledumdumclub.com for all those details, uh, ticket links, all that sort of stuff. We will see you at the end of the episode for Talking Dum Dum where we go through the list of people who subscribe on Patreon, which is something you are very much welcome to do if you see fit. But until then, enjoy this episode with Nick Kappa and Anne Edmund. <laughs> Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and sitting opposite me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, we are back in my share house. Last time people heard us, we were in the uh, plush surrounds of the Grand Hyatt. Mm. We can reveal that now. Yeah. Russell Peters has left the country. We could have revealed it last time. He's staying in room 6969. <laughs> That's where he was if people want to go check out where he was staying for a week. Yep, that was last week. But this week, Tommy, mm. we've got different guests. We Believe it or not. We don't have Dilruk on for one week. Yeah. Uh, two great guests. First of all, great friend of the show. Been a while since he's been on a studio one. It's Nick Kappa. Yeah. What a letdown from Russell Peters to fucking Nick Kappa. Jesus Christ. I know. And I got bumped off a lineup for Russell Peters in Perth. From someone who sells out the tennis centre to someone who begs out the front of the tennis centre. <laughs> <laughs> to someone who couldn't get 100 people in a tent. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But good, good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> also joining us, long time since you've been on the program, from the edge of the bush, it's Anne Edmonds. Edo's back. I'm back. Yeah. Finally. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> suck it. Yeah. To you all the haters, it. to all the critics, just yeah, yeah. suck it. To all the people demanding Edo would be never on this show again. Mm-hmm. In Do your you, face. How, when was the last time you, like, honestly told someone to suck it? <laughs> Or suck eggs. Bring it back, I reckon. Suck it. Yeah, suck suck it. shit is my, suck shit my personal like. favourite. Suck shit's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon when you say suck eggs, do you think that's meant to be, like if you're a guy, you're going suck it, as in my penis. Mm. Is suck eggs like meant to be like the female equivalent? Like oh. my eggs. Oh, yeah. Suck on my oh, eggs. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Get right up in there. I don't mind that. And suck on my <laughs> eggs. 
I think I've told – I like to tell people to suck my dick when yeah. possible. Oh, that's mm. good. Yeah. I tell people to lick my pussy mm. when I'm mad at them. So it's kind of a fair exchange. And, and also when you're attracted to them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, so uh, – <laughs> All right, cool. This is just the start. Anyway, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be kicked off with a bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about a little bit of mailbag just off the top and just to give you guys any ideas of, of what we're going to carry on with in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, yeah. This is uh, – now, you guys, I reckon, you're both aware of our listeners, so the listeners mm, to this podcast. I've met a few. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Do not approach. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this will change your mind. It definitely won't. Um so we got a message today, and this is this is like this is a bit of an atypical message at the start, at the very least. Um, someone says, "Hey, I've really got to thank you guys. I've been listening to the podcast for about a week now, and I've smashed out about fifty episodes." Wow! Wow! Yeah. What is wrong? Yeah. Well, this is a thing that people, we get quite often where people just find it and then go, "All right, well, let's just binge it." Mm. We're a truck driver, we're a, you know whatever it is, and they just go, "Like I I couldn't understand." Binging anything yeah. that much, let alone us. Like, mm-hmm. how crazy yeah, did that yeah, make yeah. you? So 50 in a week, that's like, how many is that a day? That's like... That's seven. Yeah, seven a day. Seven a day. Seven hours of us a day. Fuck. That's that, nearly that's... your waking day just listening to us. It's wrong. That's yeah. a work... That's a Yeah, that's a working yeah. day. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Take yeah. an hour for lunch in the middle. Yeah, nine to five. Mm-hmm. That's like that person away. knows you better than your wife. Yes. Because yeah, <laughs> totally. you spent more time with you. Yeah, and she doesn't listen to our show at all. So she <laughs> has you. no idea of what I'm really like. <laughs> so uh, now, yeah, they've smashed out 50 episodes. Uh, and your voice are in my ear that much. It's already fucked me. Great. I was, not, I was in addition to a party last night where I knew only one other person. And I met this girl that said she liked roasting people and she liked to get roasted herself. <laughs> Now me, strange. Uh, I hope it wasn't strange. a spit roast. Yeah, <laughs> strange introduction yeah. into a yeah. conversation. I like to get roasted. Yeah. I love it. Just fucking let me have. Nice to meet you. Now yeah. fucking let me yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Call I, me a cunt. I don't know anyone at this party. It's eight thirty. There's no hay out Saturday on these days. Because so can someone just fucking tell me I'm a piece of shit <laughs> and light this party up? Uh, so uh, she liked to get roasted stuff. Me not knowing anything else about her, I asked for her name as a first roast point. Like your Patreon read. <laughs> First roast point. Your name, please. <laughs> so she, her, she said her name was Bridget. So I said, well, Bridget, only knowing you for about five minutes, I already know you're a piece of shit, so you should throw yourself off the Westgate Bridget. Not bad. Oh, that's oh. not bad. Not bad. Last sentence. She got so upset she had to leave the party. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. You're not sending messages to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happened here? This, this will, that's, and that's not even that harsh. Well, I would have – I mean, the minute you, you hear Bridget, what do you think? Uh, Bridget Jones's diary? No, like as an insult. Oh. Where, where are you going? Well, it's not an insult, but like I thought Bridget. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. So – Already he's dumb. Yeah. But that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're all right. <laughs> no, but that's... I guess that's a good example of him hearing us for seven hours a day and then thinking this is a natural thing that people want to hear, suicide yeah. references. True, true. Oh, yeah. Because that's like when you're a comedian and you spend a lot of time around... Too much time around comedians. Mm. And then you think... You might have talked about this before, but you're... 
you're, you, you lose your judgment about what's appropriate. So yeah. I'll go from saying I'm going to kill myself around you guys every five minutes mm. yeah. to out with my normal friends. I'm like, oh, fucking kill yourself. And they're yeah. the horror. Yeah. yeah. The looks of just what's happened to you. I've got the opposite where my non-comedy friends have kind of like sort of been gaslit into this, gaslit into this way of thinking. Oh, right. So it's sort of like it's them doing it to me where it's like, yeah, you'd be wanting to bloody neck yourself after that, wouldn't you? It's like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, yeah this right. This is a strange yeah. friendship that we all have. Yeah. I, I had one the other day where I was talking with a friend and a bunch of comics and she, said, she was complaining about marriage. Mm. And, you know, we all had this funny conversation that we shouldn't do marriage. What you should do is just hard anal in front of both families <laughs> and then that's, that's a pure – that shows that you're both committed and the family shows you're committed and then hard that's it. Anal. Hard, hard anal. anal. How do both parties do hard anal? <laughs> <laughs> haven't, you, haven't, you heard of, haven't you heard of pegging? <laughs> anyway, instead of a ring, you buy like the nicest strap-on right, possible, okay, you know, okay. and – Anyway, then I told another friend this. I was like, we had the funniest conversation mm. today because we are talking about marriage. And then she just looked at me in shock. Yeah. Like, mm. why would you ever – what, you were with a group of people when you had this conversation? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you weren't in therapy or anything like that? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. It was really funny. <laughs> like, imagine both families looking at you. Yeah. It's the ultimate commitment. <laughs> this is like – so we did – when we did the podcast in Maribor the other week and you were mm. there – Mm. Uh, and so we did, you know, we did the podcast in my mm-hmm. hometown of Maribor and my parents came along. Oh, your dad? I know your dad. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> right, so. <laughs> so. For context, Carl's dad appeared in a bonus Patreon episode yes, that we did, a yes. call-in episode. Yes, <laughs> who sounded very feminine for some reason. But look, so, um, uh, so mum, you know, they'd obviously, they don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. They don't even, they barely know Thank what a God. fucking mobile phone is. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they came. They insisted on coming along. I was really like, "You don't have to." And so, Mum had never he- heard me swear before or anything. Mm. And all of a sudden, we're up there just, just saying whatever we want, mm. suicide jokes, whatever. Mm. And at the end, I was really sort of like reticent to talk to Mum about it. And she, she and she said it like three times. Uh, she goes, "People keep coming up to me and asking me what they th- what I thought of it all." And I just said, "You know what? It's entertainment." I guess officially that's entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't have to worry about the words that they use. It's meant for entertainment. And she just kept saying, it's entertainment. And I'm like, oh, that feels like really like – she's like saying like that's the dictionary definition of entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I don't like it at all. I didn't think it was funny. But that's that genre. That's what he does now. It's entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she thinks that entertainment is like international waters where it's like whatever happens under the banner of entertainment, it doesn't matter. It's like pirate radio. (laughs) Like we could have killed Kappa on stage. (laughs) It's entertainment. It's fine. It's entertaining. It's the case until Harvey Weinstein. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Look, we'll never have him on again to be fair. So, yeah, that won't happen. But, uh, yeah, I told this a couple of weeks ago on the show, uh, and so apologies to anyone hearing it for the second time, but I had a recent thing of that, Edo, where I, someone I met who's in first response told me a story that he got called out to a house where someone had tried to kill themselves with a spear gun and had missed and ended up pinning themselves to the wall. Oh. And I just think that's, like, one of the funniest things yeah, I've yeah. ever heard. And everyone I've told outside of comedy is, like, that's... Genuinely yeah. awful, and you are a bad person for finding that funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's good, funny, though. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember once I heard on the radio 
that a girl's parents died in Africa because of elephants sat on their car. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I didn't want to laugh, but then I snickered, you know, and I think I was in the car with my dad and I was like, oh, shit. Like, he already knows I'm a sick fuck. Yeah. But then he looked at me and he kind of gave me a bit of a smile as well. Like (laughs) father-son moment. Yeah. yeah, The brutal death of someone else's parents. (laughs) That's funny, though. I just love the start of the story. I remember hearing on the radio when a... (laughs) When an elephant sat on a car. Yeah. <laughs> what a great story. Why, why, why weren't you at this party last night instead of Bridget yeah. telling those stories? Yeah. Bridget, Have your Bridget. parents been killed on an African safari? Give us a call. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, is that, what, what radio is that station was I listening to? <laughs> but elephants are like big and slow. If you see that it's backing up to sit down, yeah. you've got Get a lot out. of time to make an you escape. Think so, wouldn't you? Look. Don't dissect a story that I heard third hand over also, the radio. Also, like if a t- if an elephant runs over you, like they can get fast. I can understand that, but no one can quickly sit down. Like no one's going fucking check out how quickly I sit down. Sometimes you just frozen with fear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Elephant, and sometimes they probably thought, oh look, it's going to acutely you know rub what? its butt. I don't butt. think that story's true. Yeah, like elephants are big. You don't believe Kappa can afford a radio? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't believe I got a dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but elephants are big, but they're not that big. I saw one. Yeah, at right. The zoo. Yeah, like, I... oh, I'm, I'm just visualizing a car and an elephant. Like a... A... I saw a pretty big one when Might I went to Africa. I don't Might know. Been... I don't know. Maybe you heard just. Anyway, good. You know on what? You. I'm... Look, I don't know. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Can someone else clarify this story? <laughs> was, any... was anybody listening yeah. to the radio? If and... that girl happens to listen, then <laughs> right in. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're going to – I don't know if, you've, if everyone on this show has heard about this, but we're going to Koh Samui this year. We're going to the Koh Samui International Podcast Festival 2018. And I've been checking the social media feeds. There's an elephant farm there now. Because, mm. you, you know, before you're not supposed to go and see elephants because they're all chained up and you've yeah. got to ride them. And it's oh, all this man. horrible That's bad. Gear. I saw one when we were there and it was the worst yeah. thing I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. It's What's no it good. mean when it's swaying its head? Oh, just get on Google. Oh, it's depressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so bad. But, but this is what I'm definitely going to go to. I don't know anyone else. But they've got a, an elephant farm there now where they get all the ones that have been chained up all have been ridden for years and whatever and they've just chucked them in this big fucking theme park or whatever and they're just oh, running around. It's still bad. No, it's not bad. It's still bad because they're How's fucked. How's that bad? Because they're fucked up forever. Like they're still get, like they're still going to be mentally scarred No, elephants. but they're not – it's not a retirement one. It's like for any elephants that have been – like there's heaps of young elephants there as well. They're not all they're, – they're, I've seen the videos. They're happy. They're looking good. They're happy. The they're smiling elephants. Yes. <laughs> they're running around. It, it honestly looks good. What I was seeing, I was like, I fucking wouldn't mind doing the stuff they're doing. It looks good. We Carl. need one for comedians that have... Yeah. That, have, that, have, that, have, that think suicide's funny. <laughs> so we can run around and throw jump in the in mud. A, yeah. Throw them in a yard. Yeah. Them. They're, all, they're all mental. They don't know any better. Yeah. Just us running around. Woo, kill yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, let's not gloss over you saying you... So you not only do you want to visit this, you just said offhand, you want to be in this farm. Yes. They're <laughs> Running with the elephants. They're playing in the mud. You should see the clips. It looks fucking fun. If you got to be in a big mud pool, that would be fun. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, well, sure. Like, Carl, I, I, I am against this elephant farm. However, like, there's something fishy, fishy about it. Why? But I've got to say, to see you at... Like an elephant park yes. would be great. Yeah, like, I'd like to, to see, see you that. smiling. Good. Yeah. Would be well, great. I can watch the elephants <laughs> and you can watch me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, like 
the fact that Carl Chandler to say, I want to go to an elephant park, yes. for some reason, yeah. seems totally foreign to me. Mm. Right. And it also well, makes it me is, question... because it's in a foreign country. It's yeah. in Thailand. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you're literally true. Well, you can test this story. Drive a car in there and see if they try and sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> test the validity of the story. Oh, Carl's the already... Cap a reality too. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of big animals... <laughs> we said Dill's not on this week. <laughs> yes. I met the biggest cow in Australia on... Thursday. Oh, yeah. no, oh, right. yeah. How'd you get that? Um, I with the for the project. Um, I went and did a TV's story. TV's the project. TV's <laughs> project, and it was f- huge. Was really? that the whole story that Edo meets the biggest <laughs> Pretty cow kind in of. Australia? <laughs> yeah, because we're well, like on the plane, and I was like, "What's the story here?" And they were like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> you're you're already on the plane, and you're asking this. <laughs> That's how it works. They give you the script. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't go into it, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but it was it was huge, and I was just obsessed with. What do you reckon I was obsessed with? Uh, teats. A nah. genitalia. Nah. Uh, it's big nuts. Nah. It's a cow, idiot. Oh, sorry. No, it's, it was a steer. Oh, steer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still doesn't have it nuts. Shits. But it's oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Shit. Did big, you get to big, see it back out a huge one? Yeah, I saw it do a poo. Fuck <laughs> yeah! And I and I saw all its poos around the paddock. I had a good look. Yep. Massive. <laughs> did this make it to the broadcaster? <laughs> one of them did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, do you? Because it's the project. Did you ask it about a serious issue? Like, what do you, yeah. think, of, what do you think of Manus Island? <laughs> 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 ah, good enough. <laughs> Back to you, Elia. How, how is it going? Because you know, this is—it's been sort of a rem- for one of the favourite guests of the show. It's been a long time since you've been on. Mm. Give us a bit of catch up, Edo. What's been yeah, happening? I don't know. Yeah, How's the TV show on? Had a TV show. I've been on since then. I know. I, I don't had. think you have been on since Edge of the Bush was on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a TV show on. That went well. But that was like that was a great show. Everyone that we know really liked it. Did you? Did that bring out any new weirdo fans out of the woodwork? Um, not really. No, I no. I get a few weirdo fans on the old the old Facebook messengers a fun mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Particularly after I did because I did Dave Hughes's show that that show where you uh, yes. talk about your problems. Yeah. And I talked about how. Must be nice. Hey. <laughs> what show? Apparently, was this? it's just like a podcast. That's yeah, what everyone's yeah. saying. I it's know. just like a podcast. I know. I we do. should do one, and like maybe we could have like some sort of audition tape to send <laughs> into them. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Uh, anyway, I talked about on there about going on Tinder, taking myself off Tinder after a, a guy tweeted my profile out. Ugh, the oh. worst. Like, hey, found you, Anne, and it was all my photos. Oh, yep. I can't stand that sort of stuff. Oh yeah. man. But so that generated a couple of things. One was the guy who did it getting in touch with me on Twitter and going, I'm deeply sorry. I was young and impressionable. And <laughs> young and impressionable? This happened like, like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> 23 oh. and a half. It's a weird age. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was because as soon as you announce you're single on the telly, yeah, you get oh. a few little nice little... Oh, uh, really? A yeah. few nibbles. A few nibbles. Did you, yeah. did you get any... Did you get like one from like a hot... Kind of like no. Jamie Jury or something like that. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Any, any gardeners hit you up? Uh, nah. No, oh, man. Anyone good? Nah. No, it's all. I mean, I would never. Like, I'm. I don't know. Like, I think as a female comedian, you're not getting anything good on there. It's, it's, <laughs> the, hurdle of, the hurdle of that's how they've hit you up. I imagine would be a pretty. Even if you were in. Even if the message was like. Fine, and you were interested in them looks wise. Just the hurdle of like, yeah. this person seen me on the telly and yeah. hit me up. That's like a big one to have mm. to get over. I agree. Yeah. 
Um, oh, that sounds mean. But anyway, I appreciate it. Keep, <laughs> keep it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else? It'd be worse to not get it, but yeah. I remember I, I had to – oh, sorry. There you sorry. go. I remember I had – you asked me to audition for the show, yeah, Edge of the Bush, yeah. and I was must with, be nice. Had to had to play the dad, yeah. And you and I had to like ru- rustle around and pretend rustle. they're having a, like a, a loving moment, like a, yeah, yeah. We dancing. had, to, roll we had to kind of have a roll around, and again, must be nice. Had to be a dad with. Thought <laughs> 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 you weren't asked, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was having more fun than Carl at an elephant farm. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, what am I in that scenario? <laughs> <laughs> all the mud. I've chained her up all these years. <laughs> Let her off into the paddock. <laughs> you saw my ass backing up. <laughs> you didn't get out of the way in time. Oh, I'd like to see that on the roof of the laser. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what? So you auditioned for this show, for Edo's show and you what? So I had to play like the dad with the dark past. Yeah. yeah obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this time there, and we did one. We did the first, audition and then the director goes, "Okay, do it again, um, but a bit more lovingly, look into her eyes." And then it was real weird. He's like not looking me in the eyes. We're now. good mates, and we just no like rubble around, there. and then we did this loving look, and then it was too close. I was <laughs> like, "I'm doing this too well." Like freaky oh. look into the eyes. You know yeah, what I mean? I was yeah. like, "I hope Edo isn't freaked out." <laughs> and and. Um, the lady who was the lady who was directing Kate McCartney. Yeah, yeah. She said um, that was really good, and then you were kind of brushing yourself off, and you go, "Yeah, a bit." <laughs> brushing myself. What? Because we're rolling on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you said something like, "Yeah, a bit too good." <laughs> <laughs> did you fall in love with me in that moment? Uh-oh. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was Uh-oh. a special moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So. But the dynamic never... Edo, of of yeah. That you've brushed upon there because I feel like it's very different for guys in comedy to, to no, but to like women in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just ask you a couple of questions about women in comedy? Oh, honestly, yeah, great, oh, yeah, great. Ronald, can I ask you a, cu- a couple of questions about it being Asian in comedy? Yeah, <laughs> the ghost no is the answer. The anyway, ghost. go on. <laughs> no, but like you. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> like you're explaining, like it's it's a bit it's a bit weirder, I think, from what I hear from you and other girls mm. to meet guys through comedy than it is for guys to meet yeah. girls through comedy. Are you serious? We're like, you go on stage and then you're a pariah in the corner that's just done a a little freak show. Right. <laughs> right. I remember reading an Oxford study once that did the most unattractive female professions, and comedian was at the top. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. What was number Jesus. two? Um, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I was too elephant, upset. Couldn't elephant read. farm to a guy. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't read through the tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're reading that list and your profession is number one, you're not going to scale down the yeah. rest. Like, you've seen all you need to see. That's yeah. so weird that that... No, but I thought maybe you'd look at that and go, fuck, I, I might change careers. Here's a good way to start. I'll let's go down and scan down the list. <laughs> Everything's going to be better. The guy who tweeted your Tinder pick, he didn't think so. He was yeah. like, yeah. Ready? Check this out. Most unattractive pr- profession, but we know a lady that does it, and she's she's single. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. So know. does that mean that when you meet people, you do you hide the fact that you do comedy? No, or? no, not at all. 
because um, I'm very good at it. Yeah. And um, they already know already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Well, there's no, no escaping fine. it, isn't there's it? There's no escaping. Yeah. There's no no yeah. option. Has yeah. doing so you've been doing a character on the or you were on Get Kraken the yes. show from the catering show Girls mm-hmm. Helen Badu. Helen Badu. Uh, has that led to any? What's what's the inbox oh, yeah. like after that character? No, no, not nothing really. Although someone I put a poster of her online the other day. And some bloke wrote under it, nice legs. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with people? Because you're na- – like on the show, you're naked. Like it's yes. blurred, but yeah. They're not my t- – uh, is that an inside secret? They're not my tits or um, front. But isn't it blurred out anyway? It is blurred out, but they – so you're saying your tits don't look like pixels. They, they, <laughs> they put, put someone else's pixels they, on they there. They put – Another set of breasts and then pixelated the second oh. set of breasts. Oh. Wow. That is some deep undercover work. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I should. Uh, I'll check uh, that one out. Before are your boobs you... in witness protection? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's some bloke at home going, fuck, I thought that were real. Yeah. <laughs> Jerked off over nothing. Fake that, pixelated tits. I, I squinted real hard. I turned it into a magic eye yeah, and exactly. I saw them. <laughs> Good no, one, Edo. I'm going to shovel that sperm back in. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't yeah. Shovel Yuck Yeah oh, Let's talk about Kappa's dating Yeah what have you been Who you been dating uh, I, haven't, I haven't gone on Many dates lately um, But Today uh, With a friend We <laughs> I've, I've got a friend And we decide Well a whole group Of us meant to go But a lot of people Backed out I don't mm-hmm. know why mm-hmm. To do a tour Of the Steve Irwin Ship the Sea Shepherd <laughs> you can do free tours of it when it's yeah right maintenance. and yeah it was so cool. You go in there and I, I thought they had a water cannon to shoot the other boats, and I was like, could not wait to see this water cannon. I was so pumped, and then turns out the water cannon had only shot at them, and I was like, oh fuck! I, but I was like a little kid. I was like, where's the water cannon? <laughs> and they go, no, there's no water cannon here. That is a, a weapon. But after I finished the, what on earth has this got to do with you dating? Yeah, did you fuck this boat? Yeah. Oh. Did you, are you thinking about your water cannon going off? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Okay, okay so. Okay, okay, go on. Has anyone got any Steve Irwin puns about <laughs> sex uh, now? Um, yeah, but after it, because they showed us all these, this gory video of fishermen and all the. And I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to eat fish again. Mm. And we're on Williamstown, and then we walked around for a bit and I had a beer, and then I was like, oh, God, I could really go with fish and chips now. Yeah. But I didn't want to tell my friend. Is the friend a date? Uh, no, she's a good friend of mine. Mm. And right, so, so we can't get any further away from what <laughs> yeah. we were initially talking about at the, this point. I'm hoping we, we get somewhere near a date towards the end of this story. I We've was hanging out with by a this girl. Story. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, don't you guys have friends? Oh, hang on. I'm talking to Carl and Tommy. <laughs> got us. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I got married. <laughs> Remember the wedding that you came to and didn't bring a present to? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Oh, Move no. on. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. Um, and then I didn't want it, but I was like, and then she said, all this sitting around, you know, because, you know, like we're, we had a real in-depth conversation about fish and stuff and how we were going to, because I studied an Arctic and marine science course not long ago. And I was what? telling her all the... Is this one of your crazy courses that you just suddenly start studying for two weeks over the internet or something? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> don't you study all these bizarre, weird fucking courses just for something to do? Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, Marine and Arctic Science was the last one. Oh, no, no, World Music was the last one. <laughs> hey, are they cost money? No, they're free. All right. Opentostudy.com.au. 
not not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> so yeah, so didn't your dad put you onto this and you've just gone through these weird miscellaneous fucking genres and now you know everything about all these weird I don't know about knowing everything. Uh, well, you should. Right, you right, did these courses. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. My dad wanted to build a drone. Yes. That could hold twenty kilograms worth of fireworks. <laughs> a logical thing <laughs> to do when you're getting on in life. Yes. Because <laughs> let's wasn't... remember, this still is a story about dating. <laughs> We're still in a dating story. <laughs> this all feeds back into my dad with this elephant sitting on the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the whole right. thing. It all yeah. it all intertwines. So your dad. Uh, He's building it, wanted to build a drone <laughs> full of fireworks for yeah. fucking some reason. Uh, to scare Did he work for the ABC for New Year's Eve or something? What, <laughs> what's this for? Uh, he wanted to scare the cockatoos off the pecan nut farm. Well, that's the only way you <laughs> could do that. Yeah, so yeah. sure. And uh, I know, you get this. I said, oh, look, um, <laughs> you know, I said, Dad, does that kill them? Does the fireworks kill the cockatoos? He goes, no, 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 no. I would never kill an Australian native bird. I'm not a monster. Mm-hmm. He's like, the cockatoos only scare them and injure them. It just makes, them, like, it just makes them get pissed because yeah. then the cockatoos think that it's New Year's Eve and they just go out and <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, But hang on, a... was the drone – so once the drone went off with the fireworks and went on fire, then that's the end of the drone. The drone's yeah. destroyed. This is like a suicide mission for the drone. Uh, Edo, you're not thinking this through. Somehow <laughs> oh. the fireworks do not touch the drone. They just shoot them off. Right. He's dreaming. I, yeah. But that's like a one-off thing. And how is it? How are they being lit? So you light it before it goes. Don't ask me all these questions, all right? I'm not my crackpot dad, all right? Yeah, I'm a yeah, normal yeah. person. Uh, he's Did just he a crazy pecan nut farmer. No, he hasn't built it yet. Um, right. He's going to order one that can, yeah, do everything. But isn't that a one-off <laughs> event? do everything. Yeah. If you just shoot <laughs> off fireworks, like New Year's Eve doesn't go for fucking two months. It goes for five minutes yeah, and, and then, then the fireworks are back. gone. I don't know. I never. I didn't All ask him these questions. All it's going to do is scare off his fucking dogs, and he's not going to have a dog on the farm anymore. To his be, kelpie's going to fuck off. To be honest, when your own father says he's going to build a drone that can hold twenty kilograms worth of fireworks, <laughs> you no longer question logic. All right, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. ask him the specifics. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> you, your own you're quite fault. Impressed. You shouldn't have introduced this by saying it's the smartest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> it's no, completely no. on you. <laughs> so wait. So how does this lead to you being put onto open to study? So he studied. Drone making on open study or something. He studied ro- mobile robotics. Right, mm. Mo- of course. Yeah, right. and <laughs> <laughs> for two weeks. Uh, yeah, it takes about two weeks to get through the course. Oh no, I take can, if you power through it, it'll take a week. Yeah, right. And then I thought, oh, this would be great, so I took one. Mm. And then I on thought, what uh, in robotics? Oh, you did robotics as well. Yeah, yeah. So you should know what the fuck we're talking about here, then. Well, I don't if know how to light fireworks. Course. I only know that... Uh, yeah, it's just on the robotics bit, not the fireworks oh, bit. Right, right, right. I know the rules of robotics. Really? Uh, yeah. To, for something to be a robot, it's got to exist in the... In the it's got to exist. It's got Fuck, to exist. Wow. I hope that was in the first It's lesson. got to exist in the real universe. Sorry, C-3PO, not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Fuck. You, that, you're you're that, learning, Tommy. That robot in my dream last night, I'm starting to doubt that happened. <laughs> this sounds like a philosophy course. It's got to exist in the real Yeah, and it's world. got to have... Um, it's got to exist in the actual universe, so, and then also it's got to have a specific. As opposed to what? I don't know. It doesn't. So the blueprints of a robot, not a robot yet, okay? Or a robot in a movie, not a robot. So a drawing of a person isn't oh, a person. Oh yeah. Is yes. that what you're in a, in a in a movie, you could come up with a robot that doesn't that can do all these things, but it's not real. It's not real. Yeah. Yeah. So real robots that, have yeah. to. But that exactly. Can happen. Edo's learning. I, I get it. You that know? can happen with everything, though. 
Yeah, we're well, talking look, about robots. Okay, we're talking. <laughs> shut up, Carl. Have you taken a course? No. I'm interested. What are the other yeah. robot rules? Yeah. Uh, number number two is going to don't get them wet after midnight. It's got, yeah, yeah. got to have a specific goal to achieve, right. Right. an attainable goal. Scare away cockatiels, yeah. for example. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. And number, number three, it's got to be aware of its environment. Aware? Oh. So most robots, like all robots have sensors. So yeah, it can I sense, see. Because if it, if it doesn't know the environment around it, then it can't move in that. Is, is any of this funny? Is this a comedy podcast? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. You know, you know the vacuum that vacuums the floor without you being home? The, exactly. Is it a robot? Romba? Yeah, so it exists in the, exists in yeah. the actual world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it has a specific goal or an, or yes. an objective. Also, it um, is aware of its environment. Yes, it is. Because it's right. got sensors. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so it's a robot. So you heard it here first, that is a robot. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Let's do a spin-off podcast. Is this a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Carl's phone, is that a robot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carl's phone. No. Exists in the actual universe. Yes. Uh, has specific goal. Yes. Does have a goal. Is it aware is of it its aware? environment? No. no. It kind no. of is though. Like it's got geolocation stuff. Like it's got GPS. But it doesn't but It doesn't the... go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Like now, a Edo... very racist impression you do. <laughs> Edo is speaking Ronnie jargon that not even I know. And, and she's progressed very fast. I was walking the fast. phone along my leg going, yeah. oh, yeah. hello, hello. I guess the conditions, like it doesn't know whether it's hot or cold. Right. So like when it's hot or whatever or cold. It does know when it's hot. It does know when it's hot, yeah. Yeah. Might no, but it's not gonna it's not gonna actively move away from it or go, Oh look, I'm in a bloody hot place. Oh, Get so me out. Movement you know, it can't sense its own environment. It's like, oh, don't drop me on the you just drop me on the floor. You know, it's not gonna say that. It's not gonna react to that. Or jump up. It can't again. sense it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. so, so there what you are, go, guys. They're the three main rules of robotics. Yeah. Right. What do you do for the other uh two weeks? psychology? Psychology. Um, All right. Yeah, what are the three rules of psychology? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I learned that you have the reptile brain. Oh yeah. Uh, that's like the old brain. Mm. Yeah. And I learned. But what does that mean? That's like the first. We've got like three brains. Right. Mm. Reptile. Reptile. The reptile's like pure. It's yeah. like pure instinct, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's back here somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Mm. And then the robot brain. Uh, and then, and then we got. I don't know the other two brains. All I know is the reptile brain. I don't know the other. I don't know the names of the other ones. You learned three things in this course, and you don't know two of them. Yeah, I, I'm, I wrote all the notes down, but then I don't remember. He's it. moved so, on as well. He's done about eight other courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Who needs to know psychology when you know world music? Right, right. So you've learned. The, you learned one thing out of psychology. What did you move on to then? Uh, midwifery. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like some sort of bad Adam Sandler movie where you get <laughs> dared to learn the encyclopedia yeah. in two weeks or something. Is it just you looking up different topics on Wikipedia? Every yeah, that's all this. That's sort not of a course. Well, it's funny um, because you can learn more about this in my Melbourne Comedy Festival show. <laughs> oh god! You know, um, peep, some people object to the term world music. Did you yes. learn that in the course? Yep. Yeah. Why? Uh, because. Oh, go on. No, no, no go. No, let's no, ask Cap- the expert. The expert. Yeah, Come sorry. I the should've... professor. It's one of the three rules of world music, so tell us. <laughs> well, they, I think from – I can't remember too much. I, I did a course about two months ago. But it's got to have certain instruments in world music, so exotic instruments right. to be classified as world music. But they classified it as something else. But they well, no, it, yeah. I, I thought it was more a classic Western thing where we go – We've yeah. got we've got heaps of different sorts of music. Yeah, but the wor- but everyone Everything else like else. in a- Africa and stuff. The that's world. just all world. Oh right. right, right. It's one of those ones. Right. 
Yeah, it's um, who was that really good foreign director? Mm, and he got, he, got, he got an award, he got an Oscar for a best foreign film and he said something really funny. He's like, it is great to have the only non-English speaking film yeah. <laughs> to win an award or something like yeah, very yeah. tongue-in-cheek. Like it was really funny. Probably not podcast funny, but, uh, you know, it's just really good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you were down at the fish and chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscing about... Nearly on a date, yeah. nearly. And then uh, I was like, do you reckon we should get some fish and chips? And she's like, I never thought you'd ask. And then so, like, from an, from an hour from being like, fuck the fishing, fuck fisheries, everything like that, and learning all about it, I was like... There eating a nice bit of silver perch, going. Yeah. This is really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, that was that how was funnier a, in my head. How I thought is this a dating story. That's what you said. This was. we want a dating story from you, and you've given us non-dating story. Plus, you've given us the history of a lot of things that you don't know. <laughs> I don't have. Was, was I, I, she I a robot? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been on many dates. I remember I went on one once, and this girl. <laughs> And an elephant sat on a car. We've heard that uh, one. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on an app. I met her on uh, an app, like one of the few times I went on the app thing. Mm-hmm. What do you put in your bio? Uh-huh. Oh, good question. I'm Nick Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> Professor. Professor <laughs> Capps. <Yeah. laughs> Student. I, I just put a, I put a fact. I put, put the three rules of robotics. That <laughs> yeah, usually gets them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I exist in the real world. <laughs> I have a specific goal. <laughs> I'm aware of my surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm probably – I'm not aware of my environment sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know the Sea Shepherd, right? Yeah. Is that connected to the Sea Shepherd organisation? Yeah. Right. Well, it's so, the same name. <laughs> so. well, because I didn't know Steve, Steve Irwin had. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just yeah. yeah. So my first boyfriend went on a sea went, went on a Sea Shepherd mission about oh like a month into us being together. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, wow! He announced he was going off to find a different whale. <laughs> nah, just nah good one. And, um, <laughs> he came back so oily. What? Oh. So oily and like. Because <laughs> he'd been in, the, he was a journalist, but he'd ended up in the engine room <laughs> for a month. And then he went to Antarctica. It was pretty amazing because they How go long down did he there go for? like a month. Oh, and I, the only way I could speak to him was on this satellite phone that I spoke to him. So I spoke to him once during the month. It was a fuck. And um, this is a month into you dating him. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. He disappeared in, into Antarctica. That's what I did. That's where men go. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot to like, me like Frigid Bridget. <laughs> the coldest place in the world, or Edo? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Um, and he, yeah, so he got put in the engine room, and he, yeah, he came back like he couldn't get the grease out for. Oh a l- God. <laughs> Oh, so how long and he you... came back like bearded and stuff. I was, uh, was kind of. How long did he last after he came back? Seven years. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that wasn't bad, dude. No, no, it was good. Did was he a... get a free sticker to stick on his acoustic guitar? <laughs> he did. That's the worst look. Oh, oh the acoustic I... guitar with the Sea Shepherd sticker on. Oh, it. I've got a, I've got a, his guitar still, and the, <laughs> and I t- take it around with me. It's covered in stickers like that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was the worst look. You did a. I just remembered this. You did a music gig the other night. No, I did. Are you planning? Are you planning an escape yeah, from comedy? You won't even see me go over the border. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just disappear. Are How you was the, it? 
great. I loved it. Yeah, loved cool. it. I feel like everyone's got a very love hate relationship with comedy, but when I think of a true love hate relationship <laughs> with comedy, I think of Edo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm the most negative person <laughs> in the comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that, but I feel like you're very like even though you, I, I think you're very successful and you and you're very good at what you do. <laughs> But you're still like, oh, this what is, is fucked. This shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember when I first met you, Edo, and we, I met you in Brisbane. And yeah. we always talk about this. Oh, yeah. When I took you out for your birthday for yeah. your breakfast. Finally, a date story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Didn't, got, got totally blanked. Took yeah. Edo out, bought a breakfast for a birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> and... Um, this is a great story, just you buying anyone anything. Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy me? I don't, yeah, all right. Yeah. I think so. It was, it was one oh. of the few. I th- Do we need to check I had a, story? I had a Fact job checking. back then, so yeah, I think that's when yeah, I. Right, right, you had to order right. off the kids' menu, but yeah. 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 We were, but it was a, it was a, a break, but we were both so depressed with comedy. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. all about, like, it was funny that I paid for the breakfast because <laughs> we just both talked about how much we'd borrowed money off our parents oh, right. <laughs> and about we both swapped stories. I remember you told me that your parents just said, no, once they yeah, said, yeah, <laughs> please. No, it's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wow. was when I, I – it was my – it was something like my 33rd birthday and I was sleeping on the floor of some comedian's house up there, Henry Stone, Greg Larson, who you know, who lived in this big, disgusting ex-convent. Yeah. And that house was – I stayed there a couple of times. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were basic. So I like – I only took comedy out when I was 29 and before that yeah. I had a job, boyfriend, prospects, money, yeah. sheets, will to live. <laughs> sheets. On the bed. Nice. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then a normal suddenly, life. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly I, was, I just came to at turning 33 on the floor of that convent on a bed with no sheets <laughs> <laughs> and, and just no and just like what have I done what have I done and then I went out for breakfast with you and then I went to the movie this is a slightly different conversation that we had last week to Russell Peters but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I went out for dinner by myself that night after yeah. I'd done the gig which was terrible at the sit down comedy club and then I went to the movies as a treat and I got into the movies and I was the only one in the cinema oh. <laughs> what did you see some Italian shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, rock bottom. <laughs> Rocco bottamo. It's funny how though. <laughs> Rocco culo. Il suicidal. <laughs> Io sono suicidal. <laughs> e che passami a pizza. <laughs> I, um, it's funny how the comedy, the yin-yang of comedy though. Yeah. Like the, because... I remember that I was I was excited to see her. I thought, oh, Anne Edmonds. I heard a bit about her, like you know, um, and you did the powerhouse bomb, and you just bombed so yeah, hard. Yeah. I thought, she doesn't need you to say that. Yeah, um, no, no, no. But here's a twist in the story. She bombed, and I thought, and you were like, <laughs> yeah. But I guess I, he knows it like, when he sees him. I was like, <laughs> I was like the man in the eye of the hurricane can see him coming. <laughs> I thought, ah, oh, she, she's going nowhere. <laughs> she's stealing my act. <laughs> but there is a certain pleasure. Yeah, but for the grace of God, go on. <laughs> I can and, see my future clearly. And it was weird for me because I never bomb. Oh, uh, okay. God. But it is, really... there is a certain pleasure, let's be honest, in hearing someone's good. And yeah. you, all you hear is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you see them and they bomb. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Or well, especially when someone who you think is really good and you see a lot of, like, you've just seen a lot of gigs in a row where they've been really good and then you see them bomb yeah. once and it's like, yeah, yeah fuck yes. good. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good feeling. But here's the twist. The next night we did another gig and I had to, I had to MC 
Is and this, it was some you, gig. Are you still in buying Brisbane. fish and chips in this story? <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck's happening now? I was I was feeling good, right? It was this was before yeah. robotics when yeah, I started to get good, you know. I was you could say I was quite unaware of my Brisbane environment. <laughs> My objective to kill was not achieved when, <laughs> when I bombed horrendously. <laughs> you know when you bomb when you MC, you just keep having to go back <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. literally see the hate in people's yeah, eyes yeah. every not time you go, guy. Oh, not this fucking guy again. <laughs> yeah. And I bombed so – and then you killed. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, knew then. She's good. She's good. <laughs> and, then, and then the – and then the, the – I came to see it sit down. There was some other comic on and you were like, that was awful. You were doing this ridiculously sarcastic laugh every time he did a joke to the point where it was freaking him out up the back. Like, <laughs> you were, ah, ha, ha, ha. What's wrong with me? It was so good. It was incredible. I was like, yes. Comics turning on comics. Is, nice. Uh, Brisbane um, for a week will break oh, a person, mate. Oh, it's a, man. It's a brutal place to spend more than a couple of days. Wrong. Oh, I love Brisbane, but I, I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. The open mic scene there is yep. something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I was like one and a half, two years in, and I thought, you know, you get cocky sometimes. You're like, I'm really finding my voice with this. And I went down <laughs> to Brisbane for like for one day, and I performed in this restaurant that had – had magicians opening for you. Right. There's always magicians yeah. in Brisbane. Really? I know. Right. Yeah. And I fluked it and it went really good. And the bloke's like, come back. I'll put you on for two weeks. Oh, no. Four nights a week. Wow. And then I was like, sweet. And I went back, bombed so hard every <laughs> night. And they were going to fire me. They were like, <laughs> no, you're out. And then I took down these hecklers the third night. But none of the other comics talked to me. <laughs> And then when I got these heck, I kind of got their respect and they mm. started talking to me. It was like being the new kid at school, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, this kid's okay. <laughs> well, let's talk to him, you know. Yeah. Right. And then I just I... – Did you go to school in the 1940s in yeah, yeah. Boston? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was working at a speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I thought – because before I went to Brisbane, I asked Henry if he could film me at the powerhouse and I'd pay him $150 to film this 10-minute spot. Is this the date story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you throwing money around it? Like people will just film you as a favour. You don't need to pay someone one hundred fifty. Oh, I, I, I wanted a good. I had two cameras, and he had the sound line. I thought this is this is oh, it. Okay, this is great. And and my uncle came to watch me at the powerhouse, and he used to work there as an electrician. Uh-huh. So I was going to like, hey man, I'm carrying through the family tradition mm. of upholding the pride at the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Bomb so hard, <laughs> like terribly. Got it all recorded beautifully, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. filmed beautifully. A right. bomb in it front be of a my legal uncle. Requirement: If you film a gig, whatever happens, it has to be released. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really have the stakes be as high as they possibly can. Well, speaking of Brisbane, we talked a couple of weeks ago. We are doing a show in Brisbane on. Oh, uh, it's a plug, is it? Yeah, well, no, it's a slow plug, but it's more into it's sliding into content. So it's March ten, Tommy, isn't it? Yep. We're in Brisbane, March 10, and we've got a venue and it's selling very, very well, but then we got news that the venue is closing down. Oh. And so we It's not very good, is it? No, it's not positive. What's the venue called? It's called the New New Globe Globe Theatre. So Mm. it's it's officially closing down in April. So officially we're okay. Officially we're okay. We might need you to hook us up with this restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll have to have the magicians on the podcast, I guess. That's totally fine. Somehow I burnt my bridge at that place. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, uh, officially we're okay. Mm. But I heard word from you know because everyone's got my fucking phone number yes. that listen to this podcast. I got I get this random message from someone going, I know someone who knows someone who works at the New Globe ah. Theatre. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes out of business before that. So well, just keep aware. Right. So. I start to put the feelers out going, all right, well, if we need, you know, somewhere else. A lot, of listeners, a lot of listeners have hit us up and gone, look, we've got this idea and I work at this place and maybe this place. And so it's very nice of everyone to hit us up. But I did put one message out to a, to a venue where I went, this sounds really good. I'll just touch base and say, look, in case we need someone, mm. we're going to have a lot of people. And again, I don't think this is the place for us in their reply because their reply – and I, I talked about this the other week where – when I touched base with the New Globe Theatre, their first response back to me was, Dear Kurt. I'm like, all right, well, this is, this is not great. This, and, and this, this sounds like a joke now, but this is absolutely not a joke. That happened right, in Brisbane. This second Brisbane venue hits me up in reply to me saying, how about our podcast come there? They reply, Dear Little Drum Club. <laughs> not, not Little Dum Dum Club, not Little Drum Drum Club. Little, little drum club. Little drum club. They, it's like the little drummer boy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they don't want the little drum club in. Mm. They said no. Yeah, they said no to the little drum club. I would, no to the little drum I would club. too. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't want a series of small drums yeah, well, being played go, in my venue. You yeah, you're right. Go, now that you say that out loud, it does, you don't want a little no drum club. No one wants drums yeah. anywhere. Doesn't matter how small the drums are. They're yeah. still drums. They're still yeah, drums. Yeah. They're still loud and I'm in, And I'm envisaging small boys playing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or little like monkeys or something. Of, yeah, hundreds of small boys with drums. Uh, a nightmare. Are you yeah. acting out a theme from your dream book? I can't I did a dream course. <laughs> so what? Do these little boys exist exist in their natural world? Or? Yeah, yeah. What's what? What else did you learn? So you did world music. Was I was just thinking, what if there was a Kurt, and he was he was a part of a little drum club, oh, yeah. and he wrote a wrong email. He's like Carl yeah. from the little dum dum club. Yeah, right. put him through. What Kurt. if this is what if this is two dimensions fucking clashing? Oh, it's man. slowly opening up, and it's Kurt from the little drum club getting into this world. <laughs> <laughs> club. Hosted by himself, just him, just him talking about drumming everywhere. You haven't made your way into this alternative universe quite yet, I think. No, Tom. I don't exist. You haven't got to mention. Oh, yet. must be nice. You'll be, you, you'll work your way in there, hopefully, <laughs> at some stage. It'll be Brisbane related as well. This mm. is all happening. In, maybe there's just a pirate show of us up in Brisbane. Yeah. Well, I'll hit up a venue and see what I get back. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll yeah, try yeah. and find a venue. Just you go. This is Tim. The mm. Jemby boy. Yeah. And then you just threw. Hello, this is Tima. I want to come someone, up there Someone else job. did hit me up today actually saying that they've just booked in uh, for the Koh Samui uh, podcast festival, but they did it through a travel agent and they said... Travel agent? Yeah, so people still use mm. them. Wow. Yeah. They're, still out. They're hanging on, aren't they? Yeah. They're really good. Yeah, I used to work for them. Yeah, I used, I used to, to work for them. Oh, yeah, that's right. What you do is you bring in a price and then they beat it yeah. by a dollar or whatever yep. and then you have got someone to yell at. Because yeah. with Expedia, you don't have anyone to yell at. Yeah. You're like, oh, bloody hell, send an email about this. I don't mind the personal touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go in there and talk to someone about it. It used to be weird when I w- worked in Mooney Ponds because people with not many teeth would come and drop five grand on a cruise. Mooney <laughs> Ponds? And I'm like, yeah. And I I'm grew like, up in Essendon. Yeah. Mooney Ponds is upmarket. I know. Yeah. And, uh, but it was weird because I'd be like, oh, like, where's your priorities? Like, yeah, right. You know. Get the I'd teeth be like fixed first teeth, yeah, cruise. yeah, and then go on the cruise, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, Maybe, yeah, right. Maybe they're going to get them done in international waters. 
Yeah. <laughs> what, so oh, they yeah. can put all kinds of weird illegal teeth in? Yeah. <laughs> put fireworks in there. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're in the Atlantic. Drop the anchor. <laughs> put put in the Hollywood. Drop the anchor and get out the drills. Get the yeah. grills going. Yeah. Let's do it. So, no, but someone hit me up to go. They're, they're at the travel agent and, and they, they booked in the uh, uh, flights and the accommodation mm-hmm. at the beautiful Ozo Chewing Samui Resort. Mm-hmm. And the person who served them, they got a sneaky picture of them. Tim. Nice. Oh, nice. Good. Good. Yeah, nice little little ominous. We get a lot of these kinds of things. It's almost like it's a fairly common name out there. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a nice little coincidence. Tim exists in the real world. Yes. Has a clear objective. (laughs) To sell flights to Koh Samui. And is aware of its surroundings. Is aware of our show now. The travel agent that it works in. Aware. Very Mm. aware. Mm. Yeah. Koh Samui is going to be good. What do you think, Edo? What do you think about coming? Uh, yeah, put me on the spot on the podcast. Um, yeah, maybe. 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 I'll pop- Everything it. about it seems like it would be your personal hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like trapped with other comedians. Yeah. 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 Talking and, about comedy. And yeah. fans of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that look I gave you in the, in the audition? Yeah. Imagine that in a pool. In a <laughs> 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 because we haven't, got, we haven't booked guests for the Coast Movie Podcast Festival in 2018 yet. No. Yeah, yeah. so we, we've got the to get Well, if you, if, you, if you tweet at me, I'll, the more tweets I get, the more likely I am to come. Oh, really? <laughs> Is that how it works? Oh, okay. All right. Edo's going viral. It's a popularity contest. All right, we'll, yeah. we'll get on to that this week. If Mate. you want to see Edo in the pool with you. Ew. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's what you just said. No, I didn't. Well, he said it. He said it. He said it. Doesn't make it right. Well, we've got – there's a guy coming from China. Oh, who's yes. A, who's, he's a guitar player and he's like – if, if there's other people coming who play instruments, we'll put together he a Kosamui to... Podcast Festival house band. Oh, wow. And he's, got, he's gotten enough interest and I've, I've always wanted to learn the drums, so I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm going to get a practice kit and I'm going to try and get good enough yeah. to do some songs with the Kosamui Podcast Festival house band. Because you've been a leader of this in, in the past in like comedy nights where you, you've been a real let's do karaoke. Let's yeah, all, yeah, you yeah. organise the karaoke. You've got a great voice, so you, you – Chase that down. Structured sing-along, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I call it structured sing-along. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want randoms. There's no random singing. <laughs> you, didn't want to pay, you didn't want to pay the sweet fee you've got to say you've got to pay for saying the word karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> so the structure and Edmund structured sing-along. <laughs> yeah, so I, we're reading that and the, the guy from China and he's a good musician and everything. And he so good, he's yeah. forming a house band. And so we could actually do like a, a, a structured sing-along over oh, there. Oh, yeah, an all-star, right. yeah, an all-star yeah. If, if, band. If we get that band organised before we go, maybe we could give them six, seven songs to learn mm. and then the people oh, that go as, over. As long as the songs that you want to sing are all strictly four by four beat for the, <laughs> yeah. for the, for the yeah, sake yeah. of the drummer three who's chords. only been playing for three months, yeah, then yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you get carried away, go, if we can find a keyboardist and, <laughs> yeah. and a lighting technician as well. Well, I want to do a couple of Frank Zappa albums, but anyway, yeah, I guess I could slow them down a little bit. Yeah. But, um, no, what? but if we do that and we can, we can you know, get six or seven songs or whatever, it is mm. we can do a structured sing-along night yeah that would be, be amazing that'd be really fun yeah mm, okay yeah. because there is a there is a pub over there that's near the resort that we used last year for some stand-up where i went past and sort of just said to them hey can they've got a house band there every night and they're a thai rolling stones cover band oh, great yeah which is excellent if you want to hear 
satisfaction in a Thai accent. Yeah, it's very awesome. nice stuff. <laughs> oh, so very good. We basically got I walked along and went, Can you kick these guys out and we can do our show and we'll bring like a hundred people? And they go, Absolutely, get the fuck out of here, Thai Rolling Stones <laughs> cover band. And they kicked them out for a couple of nights oh. just so we could come in. But they've got the band set up in the pub. <laughs> those guys are working on the elephant farm now. Carl's <laughs> 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 they're all trying to throw Carl in the with the elephants. <laughs> yeah. <there>. Just swaying <laughs> side to side, just depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they would and, and they loved us Because we brought in So many people And all of our idiots Drank the place dry To the extent where When the festival Was over last year And it was just me left I was walking down the street And the guy chased me Down the street Going do you want to put on Another show tonight <laughs> So he's very keen For it to happen again So we could do that We could do a structure yeah. Sing along night Yeah right. Well, but I'm noted, excited. noted. Yeah, I'm excited to. I'm excited to learn the drums. Yeah, you yeah. should. I'm excited to be a drummer. Maybe, Apparently, maybe... comedians are good at drumming because of timing. Oh, oh. and Bill Burr is an excellent drummer. Oh, oh. yes, Gleason, wow. Gleason drums. Yeah, oh, yes. you might find out how good a comedian you are yeah. by the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Awful, <laughs> no just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> or he keeps drumming after Like everyone else stops playing the song It's like oh We've given you the lie to five minutes mate He's one of these guys with sticky feet He's Look got at sticky this. drumsticks You just push this button on the keyboard And it plays a drum thing already Yeah Yeah, <laughs> yeah Maybe that can be my escape out of comedy Could yeah, be really oh, good at drumming. Go across oh. the border Sayonara Wow yeah. I'll join you I'll join you in music land Yeah, yeah. What, a, yeah. what a sad world where drumming is your escape <laughs> <laughs> More respect yeah. As a drummer oh, than from man. anything connected More to More reliability than comedy. I totally. guess you could say that of anything. No, it's not that. It's just nice to do something different every now and again yeah. out of the comedy. Yeah, there's probably a drummer going around, oh, yeah, I'd love to be a 41-year-old yeah. shit one-liner comedian. <laughs> 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 what's, what's this in reference to? <laughs> He's trying to slip across the border the other way. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think that brings us to the end of the little dum-dum club for another week. Oh, I was having fun. Edo <laughs> and Kappa, thank you so much for joining us. Little drum club. Little yeah. drum club. Little drum club. Uh, Edo, you're doing... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Edo just started snorting the microphone for some reason. <laughs> Uh, you're doing uh, some stuff at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, I'm doing a show with my character Helen Badu mm-hmm. from Get Cracking on the weekends and I'm doing my old show if you hadn't, haven't seen it already. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, no offence, none taken. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> There's four dots before the no offence, um, which is why it took you so long. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Come along. And you get that at like, comedy.com.au or is there an ad edmunds.com.au? There was, but it... Yeah. No. I didn't pay the, the Yeah, bill. I didn't pay that. It's gone. Yeah. Some guy put it up on Twitter. <laughs> Air Jordan's on there now. Uh, comedy.com.au. Nice. Uh, Kappa, you've got a show coming up in a bunch of places? Yeah, it's called Nick Kappa's Comedy Robot. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I really need to sell this. I've only sold eight tickets so far. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's called Quantum Bad Boy, and it uh, should be really good. And where I are did, you? You're did, in did Melbourne, it. and where else? Just Melbourne. Oh, right. That's it. I did it in Perth. Yep. Man, blew the roof off every night. I had like three to fourteen people coming. Yeah. It was really <laughs> <laughs> blew the roof off. As you really, you, you couldn't get an inside room, so you just did it in the beer garden. <laughs> if any, if anyone could say the reason, yeah, the roof was because the the tent flaps were flapping because <laughs> we, we were hoping more people would come in. Yeah. <laughs> the doors were always open. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, go check out Nick Kappa live uh, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And of course, in April, me and Tommy are doing our respective comedy shows. Mine is Carl Chandler's shit list. Uh, heaps of um, heaps of stuff I'm angry about. Oh, there's heaps, is there? <laughs> yeah, there's heaps. Yes, heaps of material ready to go. Totally. Between seven and what minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. I've just got to. I've basically written two shows. I've got to decide which one I want. Oh, yeah. That yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, and mine's called Leisure Suit Tommy. Uh, yeah, that's on sale now. There. Yeah. Also our live podcasts. Uh, but yeah, you've heard all the stuff in the ads. On April one eight fifteen twenty two, and you can come to the drunk cast and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And, uh, Co- and Costa Mui coming up as well. Yeah, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. Bye bye. Well, 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 if it isn't two little honkies who've done it again. Well, 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 look who's come crawling back. Mm. It's us. Do you like this, what I've done here? Now that we're settled into this bit of the show, I've oh. fully reclined back you on your couch. Onto my couch and I'm not sure how I feel about that because that's, that's, you're looking a little bit sort of flirty mm. on my couch. You, you, you're putting all your flirt on my couch. Remember when you used to have a couch that never got sat on? Yeah, that's the one. Is this the You're one? You're sitting on it. And am I now the only one that sits on this when I come around? No, I sit on it. Do you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like that couch now. It's good. Yeah, it's in a position where you want to sit on it now. Because it's sort of like your TV is at a right angle to it. Yep. So if you want, you can kind of turn your head, you can tilt your head and have a look at the TV. No, but I... But also, you're facing the sweetest view of all, this ancient air conditioner yeah. that you've got in your house. Yeah, the oldest thing in this house. Uh, <laughs> it is... Very, very, very off-white. I would nearly say it's yellow. I think that archi- I think that air conditioner predates architecture yeah, somehow. Yeah, we built the house around it. Mm. That's what happened there. Um, yeah, it's nice to have a bit of history. That's you know, instead of having like some sort of antique vase or anything, we've got that air conditioner. Yeah, that's yeah, it's great. Yeah, you should like rip that thing out and take it on antiques roadshow. <laughs> see what you get for it. I look. If I could be fucked, I would totally get rid of it and get something else in. But but you're in a rental, so you can't. Yeah, do that. I'm not going to be fucked doing that. <laughs> So. It's not a matter of not being fucked. It's a violation <laughs> yeah. of a contract that you've signed. <laughs> well, it's, it's essentially the same thing. So when you move out, they do the inspection and it's like the air conditioner's gone but there's just a confetti cannon in its place. Yeah, but as if they would be like, oh, I put in a brand new air conditioner and oh, you're not getting your bond back now. <laughs> you've, you've never dealt with a real estate agent, have you? They are, and I don't mind saying this on the record, all cunts. Oh. There was a thread in our Facebook group where people were listing jobs that they, that they do, like what their job is, and believe it or not, I thought that sounded a bit boring, so I've never read the thread. <laughs> were there any real estate agents in there? I did read the thread, but I didn't commit every job to memory. Okay. So I don't, I don't recall there being. So you're saying officially on the record. Yeah. And let me remind you, you are under oath. Mm. No real estate agents listen to this show. I, I can't imagine a real estate agent listening to this show. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I can cool e- enough. I can easily imagine a doctor. And we've got plenty of doctors. We do have plenty of doctors, it makes, yeah. It sort of makes more sense than a real estate Did agent. Did we ever follow up on that? We were speculating a few weeks what, ago. What, you were trying to get free surgery or something? Or? <laughs> no, we were asking, are there any doctors who listen to this? We thought there were none. Yeah, no, we've and got heaps. we've heard from heaps. Yeah, we've got heaps. Mm. Yeah, we, we get it. We've all got operations going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> not, not even committed to that one, were you? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, um, all right. Anyway, talking dum-dum, we're here at the back end of the show. I'm just trying to think of any other updates that we want to squeeze into this little segment. I don't think there's any official mm. updates on on anything. I think, you know, Coastal Movies travelling along nicely. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't think there's any official updates. People are 
you know, we're hearing from people in the group on social media about them booking in stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't think there's any super movements. Oh, I mean, we mentioned uh, – oh, we've got a bit of a mention on – we've just mentioned about the band, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah we just talked about that there. Yeah, so that's yeah. the most exciting thing coming up. Yeah. Yeah, but I no. i practising. There's still a few little things to, to sort of slot into place with the Coast Swimming Podcast Festival. Mm. And a lot of people are asking already, what's the lineup? What's the schedule? I wonder when playing times are going to come out. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> But that's, I reckon that's a fair way away from it. If we want this to be a real festival, and I'm basing this more on music festivals, we need an app that crashes on day one of the festival and then is never updated, all of the playing times are wrong, none of the maps work. Even even though we're in Thailand, the toilets are still better than any music <laughs> festival. Yeah. Um, so here at the back end of the show, this is where we talk about Patreon, which yeah. if you enjoy this show... For whatever reason or another, perhaps probably mental illness, you are free to subscribe to the show to keep it running, and it is greatly appreciated by us in here at the little Dum Dum Club. And hopefully, it's greatly appreciated by you guys because you guys get some sweet little bonus gifts, mm. and by gifts I mean things that you basically buy, so not gifts, <laughs> uh, like a magazine every month, a, a bonus uh, episode mm. every month. And, of course, a big chance of having your, your name rammed into a sweet little piece of technology called the Unplanned Title Alternator. Should we say quickly that, speaking of the bonus episode, people will have heard the latest one by the time they're hearing this? Oh, they'll have well and truly heard it. Yes. So, we, should we say what we did? Yeah. We recorded ourselves having dinner. Hmm. <laughs> Can't imagine that's going to inspire anyone new to subscribe. No, well, it was fun. It was different because... It was funny. There was, uh, you know, a very kind listener of the show sent us a bunch of money and said, Mm. go and have dinner on me. So we went, you know what, that's going to inspire us to do a bonus episode. So we try and do something a bit different with the bonus episodes. That's what we try and do, don't we? Yeah, what have we done? We've done film commentaries. We've done... We've recorded road trips. We released a bit of a roast one year. We... We talked over the top of our own documentary at the National Gallery. Yes. And then smashed it together with the vision Mm. and turned it into a director's commentary. Mm. So, yeah, we've done a heap of different little bits and pieces. So it's always, uh, if you want something different, um, get into it. It's, it's, I think it's worth it. Yeah, it is definitely worth it. Yeah, you get your little feeling of I've done the right thing plus... You get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah, which is what you really want. Totally. You don't want to just chuck money in and get nothing out of it. No one is that selfless. No. No no one has written to us and gone, here's 50 a month and you know what, don't worry about the bonus content, boys. I'm, I'm fine. The sort of niceness that you need to have within you to do those sort of acts is not within someone who thinks that this show is a good thing to listen to. Yes. Well, I mean, big Richard Hendo, who sponsored the bonus episode that we just did, he sent us $100. Yeah. He didn't want anything in return. Yeah. He didn't up his Patreon for a month. All right, there's one person. Yeah. There's one person that's good enough. Well, you know what? Now I'm saying it. The best person that listens to this show. Right. I mean, Rich Young has given us more. Yeah. But he wanted something in return. Yeah. Hendo, just a purely selfless person. Yeah. But look... Hendo did give us a lot less than what Rich Young gave us. Sure. So I'm yep. still saying he's the best person. Sure. Yep. Uh, all right, let's crack in. Let's, uh, let's get into, these, uh, into this bit of software. Oh, we need to set up what we're doing. We yep. read out people's names who subscribe to the show. Yes. And we give our thanks. Yes. And we do a different number every week. Yep. Every single week. It's always different. Yep. It's uh, never the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think we're going to start now. Yeah. We've think. both said if we ever accidentally do the same number twice over the course of this, we'll both kill ourselves. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. 
to start with, we did say one of us would kill ourselves, but mm. we couldn't decide on which one. Well, so. the number, you know, we did more and more numbers, and then it's like we had to up the stakes. Right. Yep. Well, I, I stand by that. And if anyone can prove that we've ever done it, mm. sure. But I'm just glad that we've never done it. <laughs> if you want to take us to court, yeah. <laughs> where if we lose, by court <laughs> order, we have to kill ourselves. Yeah. Are you, if you get ordered to kill yourself, are you really killing yourself? That's isn't a good point. Isn't someone else sort of killing you? Wow, that's you? like Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's bridge. <laughs> Schrodinger's noose. <laughs> All right. I've hit the big button. I've hit the big button. Oh, the big nut button. Yep. Nice. Uh, we don't have the adjudicators in this week, which, fuck, was a little bit of pressure it on It took a little week. bit too long last yeah, time. Yeah, it was a pressure. It was like, fuck, I can't do that every week. Mm. And they didn't want to do that every week, no. of course. Uh, so now it's just like me. I'm feel free, I feel free to rig it if I want, but of course this is rig-free software, so I can't. Mm. Uh, oh, you downloaded the rig- anti-rigging patch. Yes. Good. You got it these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. be too safe. Norton's anti-rigging software. Mm. Yeah. First name, Hansi Cronier. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. Here it comes. Number one for this week. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, Angus McConnell. Angus McConnell. Yep. Now this is as Irish as they come. <laughs> How do you think you'd go through life with a with a Mac surname? Um, Tommy, to Tommy McDassolo. How do you think? Well, that sounds good. <laughs> I might... Sounds, I might change my changed name. That's so complicated. Yeah. That is, there's way too much work going on McDassolo. there. McDassolo. I mean McDassolo. Yeah. Yeah. Carl McChandler. See, that works. That's not too bad. Kind of works. Yeah, McChandler. Mm. That's in the same area of the world. Mm. Angus McConnell. Angus. It's, you know, I mean, I, I look, I might be wrong, but that is... Uh, it's only you know you take the G out and you got anus. Is that is that yeah. what you copping in the schoolyard? Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it's like I hear Angus, I immediately think Angus beef, Angus beef burgers that they sell at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the first part of this guy's second name oh. and blow me down. Wow. Blow me down if the golden arches aren't representing right up the front of this thing. Wow. Well, this is the this is the shaker fries of subscribers oh. right and here. You're getting and you I mean your red rocket is just absolutely ready to. Squeeze out a bit of the sausage, if you know what I'm saying, and then the and then you get Connell. I mean, what a letdown! <laughs> what a what a name tease. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Angus. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, and let's see what we're getting spat out here. Um, and I, now I'm very, you know what? Look, I'm a little bit distracted at the moment. I have to say, Tommy, because my cat mm. has just she's just figured out how to jump on up on the wall. And go exploring and fuck off. This is a name that you're reading right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks on a wall and fuck off. <laughs> no, my cat has just figured out how to get up on that wall on the balcony. Yeah, and she just she, within the last couple of days. Right, and she and it's nighttime now, and she's taken off next door and stuff. And I'm a bit worried because she's only a kitten still. So now I'm a little bit anxious. It's not like there's anyone living in this apartment building who's enough of a psycho that would just let someone else's cat into their house. Treat it as their own, uh, refuse to let it out. Yeah. So you've got nothing to worry about. As long about. as I don't ne- live next door to me, I should be fine. This is the weird thing. I've never been, I'm not a cat person. I've never been able to understand this about cats. The thing that it's like, hey, you just let them out and they fuck around and do what they want and yeah, then come back. I know. I've never understood how that works. Well, that's, I'm very conscious of that at the moment because it, it, I'm sort of transitioning the relationship into that at the moment. Right. So. She's taken off and I'm like, oh, and it's nighttime now, so they stay mm. a bit later when it's dark because there's more interesting things to hide mm. in and fuck around with and whatever. Mm. So now I'm a bit Go like... Go down the pub. Yeah. 
Get on the pokies. Yeah, exactly. Get on the dish flickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cats betting on dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, very, I'm very antsy now because mm. I'm like, fuck. Oh, she's just I hope I don't back over her when I leave. Imagine oh. that. And she's, Do you reckon our relationship would be able to bounce back from me running over your cat? I, I wouldn't. It would take quite a while, I think. <laughs> Podcast... If people if people hear this episode and then the podcast has just gone dark for a month, yeah. you'll know what happened. Yeah, yeah turn yeah. that fucking TV off. Well, you told me to turn it on to start with. <laughs> it was on when we came in. Oh, okay. We went out for dinner and we came in and your TV had just been on all night. I forgot. Have you no respect for the environment? Right, I'm a bit rattled. My cat's missing. Um, so, a dog got hit out the front of my house the other uh, day. Yuck. And I had to go comfort the owners. No. It was real brutal. Oh. Yeah, it was really brutal. I thought you were going to say you had to go comfort the dog. You comfort the owner. I had to cover the dog's corpse with a sheet. Oh, Is that no. the same thing? Oh. It, was, it was real fucked. Fucking hell. Yeah. I don't want to hear any I'm more of that. just saying, putting this out to remind people that life is precious. Oh, fuck. That's terrible. Mm. Oh, anyway. Speaking of. It actually, you. there's actually worse details in that Oh, too. good. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Save it for a live app. Oh. I would much rather hear about a person get killed than a fucking dog. I think I'm the same. I actually yeah. think I'm the same. Yeah. I, I get, you know, I get freaked out if I said dead bird. Mm. Like, yuck. If I, if I said dead cat, I'm like, fucking hell, that's my day gone. It's like if I had walked outside and just seen a, a bloke lying there, just dead, oh. I probably could have gone, well, you know, he probably did some pretty cunty things oh, in his time. Oh, now I feel crunchy. But a dog, it's like, now I've got to get the cat in here. Crunchy. <laughs> now I'm. Now I'm fucking packing my Dax. <laughs> Crunchy. Crunch. All right. <sighs> Read this name out. All right. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Ian Johnson. Oh, Ian was the name of the dog. That ah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Ian Johnson. And, and what you were jacking when you saw a dog die <laughs> was with Johnson. <laughs> Um, Ian Johnson sounds like the name of a character that would be in like a uh, like a workplace comedy. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, a, yeah. how boring is office life? Yeah. It's so shit and dull. Here's the regional Ian, manager, Ian Johnson. Ian is too boring even for for that character. I mm. think you, you don't want to put Ian on TV. Well, my dad has a really good friend called Ian, and he, when I was growing up, he owned a uh, a pancake place. Out in the uh, out in the eastern suburbs that we used to go to every now and then, and just get whatever, just as much food as we wanted on the house. Right. So Ian's always going to have a bit of a. I'm always going to have a bit of a soft touch for an Ian because of that. As much, it's, it's sort of not as generous a thing as you might think. As much food as you want on the house, it's pancakes. They yeah, cost you like twenty cents each. Yeah, but I'm like ten. As yeah. if you care. I, I mean, also free food is like, well, you're 10, everything's, yeah. everything's free to you. And look, and I'm sure I've said this before, but pancakes up there with Mexican food in terms of cost you three cents. Yeah. For some reason, you're paying $27 for it. Well, but for me, it was good because like we, like dad would never let us have, let me have sweets or desserts or anything. But because he wanted to go see his friend Ian, we'd get to go to the pancake place just to see his friend. So then we'd get to have pancakes. So you, down you weren't allowed to have sweets at home? Nah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's no it? soft drink, no chips. Oh. Dad really militant. Really? Mum would sneak some in every now and then. Right. But, yeah, Dad really not into it. Okay. Never had takeaway, like never had takeaway growing up. What's, what's it like now? What's he like now at home? Is it, was, was that just for you and now that you've moved out of the house, he just, fuck, it's just HJs well, every night? But, it's, but, but I've said this before, it just it backfires. Like if you do that to a kid, 
as soon as they get out of as soon as they're like you've got your own money it's like it's all going on mcdonald's and chips and coke like i went insane like when i first started getting like my own money so but yeah but you don't like sweets now you don't like lollies and stuff so no, I think that's what I did. I just turned myself off them in that, oh, really? in that like period after, after Dad's reign of terror had come to an end. Well, that's an old trick. That's you know what my dad once worked. Once he got rid of all of his shops and everything, mm-hmm. and then he sort of just like you know, and he was too sort of young to retire, so he just sat at home and I think drove my mum crazy. And she <laughs> went, "You have to go out and get a job." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I don't need a job. Do I really have to?" And then, like, just a job came up in a in a lolly factory. He's oh, like, fucking hell! Like, all right, well, that sounds all right. And so went there, and then it was that classic thing. They go, all right, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And then everyone eats all the fucking shit in the first week. Yeah. And then everyone goes, we're never eating yes. any of that again. Yes. It's the old smoke as many cigarettes as you can trick. Totally. And then you put it off them. Yeah. That's that's what happens with you. It's like why I um I don't really like anal anymore. Uh, what? I don't really like. I just had too so much. So your dad banned you from having anal when you were growing up in the house. <laughs> no, and my as dad. As soon as you left, my d- you used all your pocket money on anal. Oh, and now you're over it. Sorry, no. I can see why you've got your wires crossed. My dad caught me having anal. And <laughs> right. He's like, not under my roof. <laughs> go, you're going to go through this. I'm going to buy an entire carton of assholes for wow. you to go through. And by the end, I was like, and you had to smoke all those assholes. <laughs> wow. What a crazy story. What was the second name again? Ian Johnson. <laughs> hey, I said it sounded like a boring name. I was wrong. Yeah. We talked about sweets and anal. <laughs> and, and sweet anal. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Uh, well, this is, this, there's even more to do with uh, – there's a bit more to play with with this oh, name. Here, here we, we go. fucking go. Yeah, this is the mother load. <laughs> you, you were playing with two sort of boring names. Here mm-hmm. we've got, we got three. Wow. Heads up. Incoming. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Edward Archbold Digby. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Archbold or Archibald? Archbold. Archbold. There's no I in the middle. There's no I in Archbold, as the old saying goes. I would, um, I would complete, if this was me, I would completely rearrange this name. Is this the first butler that's ever subscribed (laughs) to our (laughs) podcast? I would put, you've got to have Archibald. That's got to be the surname. Okay. Archbold. That's the surname. Right. Digby, interesting first name. Digby Dig, Edward Archibald? Digby, Digby Edward Archibald. Okay. And, and you changed his name from Archibald to Archibald? Yes. I'd whack an E. I mean, I'm Crunchy. rearranging the whole thing. I'd put an Fuck. I'd whack a little now, I in there as well. Now I'm hearing weird noises outside. I'm scared of it. You hear that? Yeah, what is that? What is that? My cat's outside. My kitten's outside. It could be a fucking... What is that? It's like hey, a just, vulture or something. Just looking on Twitter, it says there's a no. someone from the insane asylum no, no. in Hawthorne has escaped. No. Crunchy. Crunchy. Says he, says he likes eating cats. That's why he was in the insane asylum. Oh, he Al ate from Milmac. <laughs> no problem. I kill me. <laughs> just don't kill Crunchy. Crunchy. Fuck. This I'd is the love to have. I would love to have Alf on this podcast. Don't this you reckon? Is, he was a funny guy in his day. Yes. Yeah. He's a funny sitcom star. Yeah. Is There's, he one of the fun, who's the funniest puppet? The funniest puppet. Yeah. Oh, Agro. You reckon Ag- is Agro funny? Or is he just crude? What's the difference? <laughs> good point. <laughs> no, <Cunt>. he. he <laughs> hey, good one. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I kill me. Yeah. I uh, wish you would. Um, <laughs> 
So, uh, now, is, that not, now, is, is that what Alf was doing? Yeah. <laughs> Sneaking a bit of suicide gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a little toy that gets crunchy back inside, but I've, Who used, cares? It, I've used it too many times and now it's... It's lost its the magic, appeal. The magic's worn it's off. It's like me with sweets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you with anal. Yeah. Crunchy. All right. Okay. Somehow I don't think calling out at that volume from inside the house... No. ...is really going to... You go out there and I'll call at that volume, you will hear me. Yeah, but if I'm on the balcony, that no, cat's miles away by no, now. No, no, because it's only just within about 20 metres. She can't get down from here. Do you want me to go out and call her? Yes. Will she, and will she respond to my voice is the big question. Well, she, she keeps hanging around you. She keeps hanging around you. Let's see if we can hear you on this. Crunchy. He's saying crunchy. Crunchy. He's saying crunchy. I think you're facing the wrong way. You've got to face over in that courtyard. No, 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 back there, back there. She's not on the street. Crunchy. 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 She's busy. She's not ready to come back yet. She's not ready yet. There's a corpse out there on the driveway. Ah, it's probably a different cat. Fuck. Fucking Ian. Not Ian. <laughs> this is who's this? Digby Edward Archibald. D- the, yeah, sure. It is now. Mm. You've the sweet anagram version of yes. Mm. Uh, Just change your name to that. You gotta. You gotta agree with me that that sounds better. Mm, no, it's all much of a muchness. There's so much going on. It all, you're right. It all comes out in the wash. There's so there's so much going on. Uh, Digby. I mean, no. I mean, Ed, Edward's a better first name than Digby. Digby's, Digby's a dog. Digby's a Something. I an like animal. the name Digby. Oh. It's not a guy called Digby. It's not a real person. Hmm. No, you can't. You can't be real. You might as well be Alf. That's like Alf's brother or something. Alf's a good name. Yeah. Eh, is it? Good name I think an, so. Good name for an alien. Uh, thanks, Edward. Or thanks, Digby. Mm-hmm. If, thanks to both. Yeah. It's 2018. <laughs> yep. Thank you to Patreon subscriber. Let's see who we've got here. Becca McIntosh. Now Becca is always interesting to me. Is it? I don't, I don't believe I've ever seen it as a name. B-E-C-C-A. Yeah. I've, I mean, Rebecca's one of those ones where it's like, you know, you can sort of, you can sort of do what you want, can't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very malleable. Mm. Mm. And it's rare that you see people take Becca as that option. Yeah. I've, again, I don't think I've ever seen it in print before, let alone mm. spat out of the unplanned title <laughs> alternator. Uh, Becca McIntosh. Yeah, McIntosh. Another Mac. Another life ruined by a, by a prefix MC. I like the last name Macintosh, I have to say. Always been a fan of it. Really? Always? Mm, always. Do you align it with someone from your past? Is that why? Hmm. Is there a... Is there a oh, you know a Macintosh, don't you? Do you know Stephanie Macintosh, the yeah. old Neighbours actress? Yeah. Well, that's why you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like her? Weren't you in a play with her? Yeah, I was in a musical with her in year nine. Someone brought this up on our Facebook page the yeah. other day. That I've talked about that in the past. Yeah. She was in year 10... And I was in year nine. And she and was, was in Neighbours. She was at like a, she was like an it girl on Neighbours yeah, so back she, in the day. So, yeah, we did a musical together when I was in year nine. Uh, the musical The Boyfriend, if people know that. Crunchy. And I was her dance partner. And then in, when I was in year nine and she was in year ten, we did a play together that she dropped out of because she got the role on Neighbours. Oh, really? Yeah. She... 
So you were her understudy and took over or? <laughs> yes, that's what right, happened. Yeah. Right. And then you were waiting for the call to go on Neighbours and be the, the sex siren on there. Mm. Wow. That could have been me rooting a football player. <laughs> Nick Revolt. Nick Revolt. Yeah. Nick Revolting. Yeah. <laughs> Not to you. Um, but yeah, I was thinking this because I've got VHSs of me in, there's me in a musical when I was in year seven. <gasps> Crunchy. Crunchy's back. I'm trying to pour my heart out to you. <laughs> I'm listening. I've just got to go and grab the cat. I'm trying to tell you about the time I got <laughs> about the time I ba- <laughs> trying to tell you about the time I banged Ricky Nixon. <laughs> he's okay. He's gone outside. He's seen the cat. I've never seen him so happy. I could. Oh fuck! I could have locked you out of your own house from here. That would have been great. All right, I've got the cat. All right. Well, I was enjoying it more when the cat was not in here. Yeah, lock it in. Bad Crunchy. Yeah. Where'd you go, Crunchy? Oh, she got me so worried. Crunchy. Um, anyway, I have footage of me in Footloose when I was in year 11. No, year 12. And I have footage of me in a musical when I was in year 7 playing a girl because yes. I went to an all-boys school at that point. Great. I should, I should convert them and chuck them on our socials. Please. It'll take Because they're both on VHS, so I'll have to work out how to fucking... Get, go and get them digitised, which I reckon will cost a lot of money. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, you find those places that, where they'll do it, but because they're the only person knows how to do it. Yeah. And it's only boomers that want to do that. It's like, yep. yeah, it's 100 bucks per tape. Yep. But if people want it enough, I'll put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, yeah, I was in one school play ever and it, I found it so boring mm-hmm. that I dropped out like about a month in. It is really boring. Like for me, like for our school... Uh, when you got up to a certain year level, the appeal was that you did it with the sister school because it was an all-boys school. Oh. So it was like kind of the only way to meet girls right. at that age. Yep. But when I was in year seven, we only did it internally. And yeah, so half, so all the female roles had to be played by boys and you'd audition for just – you just would audition and then it, the cast list comes out and it's that who's – Who's been shafted? Right. Who's having a cross dress? Right. And also, you know, in all boys school, so it's like a lot of parents that are like, you've got to be on the cricket team, you've got right. to be doing good at footy. And then they have to go and watch their son parading around up there in a dress. I can't imagine it was too popular of a decision with the parents. And also, like the thing that got me was, you know, if you did it on show day, you know, you got your, your play on, you got yep. an audience, that'll be fun. Yeah. I just fucking hated rehearsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just stopped going. Yeah. And they're like... I stopped going and they were like, hey, do you want to do this play or not? Because we're going to like kick you out of the play. And I'm like, did the clue of me not turning up to any of the rehearsals <laughs> not not make you jerry onto this? Or We did a, we did it. The play in Year 7, it was a musical written by our drama teacher and it was it was it took place in the 60s, 70s and 80s and it was just all the hit songs of that era. Oh, uh, yeah. Played Bit by, of Drive Bunny. Yeah, played by an all-star band Featuring on the sax, Wilbur, Wilbur Wilde. Wilde. They got in Wilbur Wilde. Wow. <laughs> wow. But so like, you know, this is like two, this is like 2000, I think, or 1999. So it's like, you know, we're all 12. Yeah. Like being forced to learn these songs, like Ricky Don't Lose That Number and stuff. Oh. Just so it's like purely for your parents to come and have a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing all these songs. It's like, what the fuck? Making like in jokes about like political scandals of the time. Oh. None of us know what the fuck we're up there doing. Bit of Catherine Keener. Totally. And the yeah. parents are there going, fuck, how good's this? Yeah. What a night out. Wilbur's <laughs> up there absolutely giving it a crack. 
Wilbur Wild of old 55. Taking it easy. Taking yeah. a greasy old 55. Yeah. Um, very nice. Well, thanks, Becca McIntosh, for, for making us stroll down Tommy's memory lane, his showbiz memory lane, where mm. it all started, mm. where he's where he's passion to where perform. I, under those bright lights where I first got bitten by the showbiz bug. Where you first whacked a few litres of grease paint on your little face. Mm-hmm. And yes. I did have to black up in this musical. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Fuck, well, I've got to find this footage of Huelba Wild. I'm I'm worried about Crunchy getting out again, so let's just do one more. Okay. I got it. We, let's finish this. I'm too worried about her now. Okay. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I can see it on your face. Yeah, she's. She, I'm I'm worried about losing it. Mm. Um. All right. Here we go. Uh. One more. Let's go. All right. Last one. Yep. Just to reiterate. Okay. It's number five. Yep. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, we've had two Mac Max in a row. Mm-hmm. This is this is actually um, wow. This is really weird. This is the third three out of five. We've got we've got Max. Okay, right. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I think. Um, thank you to patron subscriber Gary McComedy. Yeah. Okay. So, I know three max in out of five is pretty weird. It is pretty weird. Yeah. Um, and this is a also a f- family that have never donated before. Yeah, brand new family. A brand new family. Brand new. Interesting. Yeah. Do you? Uh, is there any other information attached to do this you, one? What do you do? You find it weird every time we have a, a surname we've never had before? No, I just I'm curious about this person to know if there's anything more about them, any reason why they would be subscribing or why we'd be, you know, why we specifically would be talking about them? Uh, well, it just as as you should know, mm. we're using unplanned title alternator, so yes, any yes, name yes. can get spat out. But there still must be some reason why the unplanned title uh, alternator picked this name well, out what, of why, the millions and millions of others that it could have. Why did it pick Becca McIntosh? You know, why, why? Because to get me to tell that story about oh. Steph McIntosh. See, everything has a reason. So okay. I'm just wondering if we might know anything more about Gary McComedy. Oh, well. Because, yeah, well, I mean, this to is... me it seems like the software is being quite lazy. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. It seems well, like the software is of the software, really half-arsing it this week. On behalf of the software, I, you know, I'm going to fight, fight for it here because it's not capable of <laughs> Oh, it, it can only it can only deal with what's been pumped into it, you know. It's, sure, it's, sure, sure. It's, it's unplanned. Look, what kind of consumer would I be if I didn't, you know, put this kind of thing under the microscope? Right. Okay. Well, I would imagine. Look, this is this is my interpretation of when yes, I saw please. it come out. Yes, please. Just spitball here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my interpretation. Mm-hmm. Is that you know the famous. Uh, uh, fam- you know the famous family restaurant McDonald's. Yes, I'm well aware. You've of heard of? Yes. Yes. I, look, I would assume maybe, and I might be wrong. Prove me wrong, guys. I think this might be a new chain of comedy clubs. <laughs> McComedies. What, don't you think? So you think this Gary McComedy is the, is the sort of the overseer, the he chief mi- yeah. executive officer of McComedy's comedy club? He might be the Ray Kroc of <laughs> McComedies. So, okay. So, and this doesn't have anything to do with McDonald's. No, no, no. Okay, it's, it's not called okay. McDonald's. Well, I know, but you said, but you, it's Gary McComedy. Okay, this, so where do you know where they have locations? This is, uh, it's, it, 
Lord, look, I, I, I feel like it's growing. Mm. I feel like there's like... I feel that way too. <laughs> I feel like there's billions of comedy customers served right. through this place, I would say. Right. I'd say maybe there's even a chance of, you know, you're not wanting to come and see a full show. So you just go through the drive through and someone tells you a few jokes through the window and you go on your way. You, a bit happier. You got mad at me for bringing it up before. <laughs> You've just said all these things that are like what McDonald's do. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know everything about McDonald's. Sorry for not knowing fucking photographic, you know, everything they ever do. I'm just saying that's that's what the vibe I get. If you ask for the vibe, you ask for some sort of You details. are becoming more like Trump every day. <laughs> McComedy. Well, this is cool. Well, I mean, look, I can't believe it's gotten us, taken us this long to get to this. Do you, are we any chance of getting a gig at this McComedy? <laughs> We're both comedians. Technically. Are we any chance of getting a gig on the McComedy McRoad show? Yes. I would say my feeling is no. Probably my gut not. Instinct is Probably no. not. But you know, the The McComedy Gala? The, do you think? No, I mean I don't think we're any chance of that. I think like a, a McComedy Happy Meal or something, you know, uh, like a just a cheaper option. The McComedy only sixty kids, cent cone. Only kids could possibly be entertained by it. Right. Right, yeah, maybe. Um, maybe in the maybe we get a gig in the McComedy's playground. Mm, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We aim for that. Build our way up. Well, that'll do. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon that'll do too. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop doing these late at night. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone who subscribes on Patreon for chipping in. We do very much appreciate it. Uh, that's and that is that is very genuine. It is wonderful to see. Uh, yeah, how many of you value the show enough to support it? So if that's you, you can find the links at littledumdumclub.com and also the links to all the live shows: Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, Koh Samui. Um, yeah, yep. the solo shows that we're doing. Yep. Uh, go to go to littledumdumclub.com. No, it's just .com, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just go there. And you know what? Look, I say this every now and then. Do do us a favour. Do this thing. And plenty of people do. But take take a couple of minutes out of your week. And if you really love this show, pass it on to a like-minded individual. We do. People on Facebook are constantly asking for recommendations about what are the best episodes to get new people in on. Which this can be hard to come in on you know, blind. So maybe we need to collate some of these and then do, at the back end of this show one time, yep. we'll do a master list of like, here's the top five to get new people in. Maybe we should do a compilation of episodes and people tell us their favourite little scenes, their favourite little sketches mm. out of it and we whack together a little thing that, you know, you can you can send to your friend and say, what do you think of this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, look, if you had a favourite episode uh, uh, that's not too insane, send it to a friend. Yeah. Um, just give them a little bit of a heads up. If you know, give it to someone who you think would like it. Don't don't try and you know don't come go to church on Sunday and you know go into confession and, mm. and pass a just pass a USB off. stick next door. Oh. What? What? Huh? No, nothing. Okay, and pass a USB stick to to the pastor or whatever, and just say you might be into this. You seem like the sort of guy would love this sort of stuff. Mm. Probably no. not. Find someone that you. It's a bit more like you. Well, people always say that they're hesitant to do this, but bring someone to a live show. Like yeah. sometimes they get pretty in, but you're also you're seeing some big names, yep. fucking around and being yep. funny and being off the cuff. You're seeing people off TV in a way that you'd never see them yep. otherwise. Like they're not like yes, there are bits where it's like gets a little in, but for the most part, we do try and keep it like yep. we just want to make it a funny show. Where that we're is, fucking that's around. a very good point you make. If you go to a live show, you're going to see some famous people that ain't us. Mm. So yeah, come along. You're going to see five, and you know what? 
I know this is, this is a pretty silly thing to say, but we're pretty stringent with our guests. Like, we only put on really the funniest people, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We, there's no – it would be pretty hard for either of us to go to the other person and say, let's get this person on with mm. them being a shit person. Yeah. We wouldn't do it. Well, the 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 non-Ad Edmonds guest on this episode is the contrary to what you've just said, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, that was – that was you know, that's due to our friends at Make-A-Wish. So <laughs> – I, you know, I just, he definitely has comedy cancer, that's for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. No, we love Kappa. All right, uh, guys, littledumdumclub.com, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. And as we say here at the end of every edition of Talking Dum Dum, see, see you, mates. mates. You've sort of double. I know. I don't know what happened then. <laughs>